Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, we will be doing a playoff preview for the NFL. Uh, Wildcard weekend coming up uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and it's a great time of year for the NFL. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty as far as playoffs and, and uh, really uh, trying to determine who's who's going to be the, the last team standing. So, we are in the early phases of that, uh, given that it's wildcard weekend, the first round of the playoffs, but I uh, did want to do a playoff preview for the first weekend, uh, go through every game. Um, we'll, we'll try and keep it brief um, and, 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 you know, break down things and then uh, give our predictions. Uh, but Nathaniel, uh, who's been on the podcast in the past, uh, thank you for joining me again you are a mega Niners fan so this is a big um weekend for you as your Niners play at Dallas so we'll see how that one uh shapes out um and then Mark uh who's who's a basically a regular on the podcast uh he's he's in for another edition of Big A Sports Show so we're gonna go matchup by matchup and we're gonna start actually you know what we're going to start with Nathan's Niners. We're going to go Niners at Dallas. Uh, the game's going to be at 3.30 uh, Central Time Sunday on CBS. Niners, offensive rank 13th. Defensively, they're 9th. Uh, this is kind of overall. Um, obviously, there's other rankings kind of w- within that, but these are overall rankings. Dallas offense ranked 1st, and their defense ranked 7th. So... Dallas, obviously the higher seed in this one, they have home field. Um, but I'll, I'll just let you, let you uh, talk for a little bit, Nathaniel, on your, your early um, kind of thoughts on, on this matchup for, for your Niners. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting one, right? I think everyone is, um, you know, just listening to the national media and stuff this week. Um everyone is very high on the Niners, right? Because they, they had that big primetime game where they came back and stormed back and it looked really good. Um, I think I think this is a really tough game to choose for a number of reasons. Um, I think on paper, Dallas should win this pretty easily. And not easily, but... I just feel that Dallas, if they play their game, will win. Um, and I think a lot of it just hinges hinges on Jimmy Garoppolo, of course. Um, he, you know, even in the Rams game, he had a really boneheaded interception. He almost fumbled the ball and gave it to them on, on their own 10. Um, luckily, uh, one of the offensive linemen are covered. But um, that game, that Rams game was exciting because – of mistakes that the offense made early on um, defense Dallas's defense is one of the best. I think they, um, I know what is it is a Trayvon Diggs, right? Yep. Cornerback. Um, he has the most, yep. Most interceptions in the league. He's going to be going up against Debo. So that's a great matchup. Uh, overall, I think Dallas's D is the first in interceptions. Um, this is a great opportunity for Jimmy G to look very, very bad. Um, that being said, if, you know, Shanahan calls an awesome 
uh, awesome game and has some tricks up his sleeve in the uh, in the run game. I have kind of an interesting stat here. Uh, this season, when you know Debo has been just a complete utility knife, right? He's been, he, for heaven's sakes, even throwing a touchdown pass last week, but running it in, uh, catching it. When the 49ers have Debo run six plus times, they are undefeated this year. I think they're six or seven and oh or something like that. Um, so a healthy run game has always done the 49ers very well. Um, Dallas doesn't particularly have a great run defense or, 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 or a terrible one. Um, so I think there's opportunities there. Um, but, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be going up against the best teams that are remaining. Um, and, you know, can he, can he do the things to not dig his, his offense in a hole? Um, if he can do that, I think the Niners have you know, no problem winning this game, but that's always been a problem this season. So, um, so we'll see. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah. So before I let Mark jump in, I think that the f- formula, and I could be wrong, and I mean, basically, f- formula for for any team to win a game is game by game, and it's kind of um, obviously it's it's much more you know b- bigger in playoffs situations because it's winner go home. But in, in formulas for, for winning games also changes by how the game's going score-wise and things like that. But I think, you know, when you talk about the Niners and, you know, ever, ever since Shanahan got there, you know, they're run first team. Um, and I think the formula for them is to run the ball, play, play ball control, things like that. And I think an, another thing, too, is going to be huge – how their defense plays against a high-powered Dallas offense. This is a Dallas offense that's got the likes of CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, even Tony Pollard, their their you know second-string running back to, to Zeke Elliott, has shown um, s- some good moments too this year. And then obviously Dak Prescott uh, throwing the ball around, you know, and th- this Cowboys team is, is definitely going to miss Michael Gallup. I know he's their third option. Uh, in their wide receiver room, but still, that's a that's a basically a, a re- reliable target. Um, that that's not going to be there. Unfortunately, he got a season-ending injury, so he won't be there. But I think the formula for the Niners run it, play that ball control. But on the flip side for Dallas, I think if they want to win this game, they're they're I think they're going to have to try and air it out. I know I know they have Zeke. Um, and Zeke can do do some good things, but I, I think you got Deck Prescott. He's he's been playing at a high level, um, especially of late um, in his career. And I think that you should air it out against this Niners team. And uh, I, I guess those are kind of two ways from each team. I think how how you can kind of attack each other. So, Mark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they um the uh, cowboys go after the niners cornerbacks because nate uh nathaniel you can probably talk about them a little, a little more but they've had a lot of injuries They're, this is not you know the the niners secondary back when they had jim harbaugh um so i mean i think they can attack the cornerbacks so the, i think Dak is gonna have to throw the ball a lot i think they should try to give it to zeke some too just to keep it balanced because you don't want to be 
one-sided word, Joey Bosa, or uh, is it Joey or Nick? No, it's Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Right? Bosa. Nick it, Bosa. And we know Mark you before know I, Bosa. and we know Mark before, before I, I let you continue. We know from our being Packer fans, we know that Mike McCarthy likes to have that balanced game plan no matter what. So, <laughs> well, yep. If you can run it into a wall, why not? Right. Just right. why not do it? Right. That's what McCarthy's. You he, so, yes. <laughs> he, he wants the defense to to respect the run game, no matter how effective it is. <laughs> exactly. If you got ten carries for fourteen yards, you keep doing. It. Yep. Um. So, <laughs> yes, I think yeah, it'll be interesting to see how San Francisco secondary holds up, and then something else to keep in mind with the Niners: once they get into the red zone, they are the number one team in the league at scoring touchdowns. And that's where games are decided is mm-hmm. red zone and yeah. turnovers. And, you know, we've seen Jimmy G, when he doesn't turn the ball over and screw things up, Niners have a good chance to win. So I think it will come down to the wire here. Something to consider, Dallas's kicking game is not very good. They've had Greg the leg, uh, Zerloin, he's still in the league, by the way. Uh, he's missed several extra points and field goals this year. And, Old, reliable, Robbie Gould. It seems like he's been around for at least 20 years at this point. Uh, but he's, he's clutch and consistent. So I would not be surprised if it comes down to the few goals, uh, few goal kicking game. But was, uh, uh, what do you in in this game in this game two is going to be played indoors. So there won't be any elements that should, you know, make, you know, it's, it's, it'll be climate controlled. Um, so, you know, I would I would imagine, you know, Greg Zerline, they they nickname him Greg the Leg. I would imagine he could boot it from fifty, um, if if he really needs to. And then obviously, you know, you got Robbie Gold who's been reliable for many, many years and really can kick uh, I think even from fifty, um, if he needs. So I think the 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 kicking game should should be um pretty good in this game. Uh you got pretty uh two two pretty good, well respected and uh, reliable kickers. And I know that you know, when you talk about kickers, it's, oh, special teams, you know, you know, it, you want to talk more about the offense or defense, but in these playoff games, you need to make your kicks. You need to make your kicks because a lot of these games are going to be close. They're going to be down to the wire and you're going to need to convert those. And before I move on to the next game, I guess I just had the thought come to my mind and I'll let you two chime in too. This could be for any for any game in the playoffs, and maybe not not used as much because you don't want to over overuse it. But maybe kind of each team can add a trick player to into their game plan, you know, to keep keep you know to, to maybe throw something at them. Obviously, don't risk it, um, and it's got to be the right situation. But a lot a lot of these, you know, you go through the regular season in. These teams don't want to show their their all their you know tricks that they have up their sleeves, so to speak. But maybe you know I, I know likely not not a whole lot, but I don't know maybe maybe there will be a trick player too. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I would say yeah. I don't. I'm I'm sure there'll be some sort of trick play. It's it's the playoffs. They usually rear their head. I would just say kind of a final thought. You know, Dallas has a great record. Um, but built up six of those wins against a pretty cruddy NFC East division. And a lot of those wins, even including last week, Philly had most of their backups in there. 
Dak put up 55 points or whatever it was. Um, but I think they're five and six against, you know, some of the better teams um, outside or outside of the conference. Um, yeah, and they put up like 50 or something in the against the Washington football team in that Sunday night game, the late, late. Right. The, and they had like 30 in the first half, which is unreal. I mean, I, I don't care who you're playing. That's impressive. I think so. I'm not too worried about Zeke. Um, I know Pollard uh, was out with a foot injury, so it'll be interesting to see if he's if he's going to play this week or not. Um, the Niners have been pretty good with run defense, but their secondary all year has been suspect. Um, Jason Verrett, our number one corner, went down the very first week with an ACL injury. Emmanuel Mosley just got healthy, came back last week, had a great game, had the pick, so he's back. Um, Ambry Thomas is the rookie that intercepted Matt Stafford in overtime, but he's had a very, he's been pretty bad up until that point. So, um, you know, like you said, Adam, they're going to be going up against CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, um, uh, Cedric Wilson, right? Yep, yep. Wide receiver, yep. That's, they're going to have their hands full, and Dak has a real opportunity now, whether they're putting up the big numbers because they're playing crappy teams. yeah, and that remains to be seen. So also, I, I mean, uh, the Niners at tight end, they got George Kittle, and on the flip side, Cowboys, he's, he's had a pretty good year. Um, Dalton Schultz, too. So there's there's a lot of talent, like, you know, like it's, like it's is expected in playoffs, but a lot of talent on, on both sides of the ball, no doubt. So I guess before but before we move on, what are what are your predictions? Nathaniel, do you think that the Niners can pull it off, or are you going to go with the Cowboys? Well, the last time I was on your show, I was fairly certain that the Niners were going to beat the Packers, um, and I picked them to win, and that didn't work out. So I feel very comfortable saying that I think they'll lose this time, hoping that I'm wrong once Reverse again. psychology, huh? Reverse <laughs> psychology. Um, and, and in all seriousness, though, I think it just comes down to a really excellent defense that Jimmy G is, he's going to have to play. He's going to have to be mistake free. And, and he, he has a lot of trouble doing that. Um, it's going to be, you know, a rowdy atmosphere. I say Dallas wins 24 to 30. Mark, what do you got? Uh, yep. Yeah, I'll say Dallas wins um, something like 27, 24. I think they'll just have enough to get over the top. And I think it could come down to a Jimmy G turnover, unfortunately for Nathaniel and the Niners faithful. Yeah, I'll say Dallas thirty-one, Niners twenty-three. I think it's going to be right, close. I think it's going to be a one-possession game. I think the Niners, you know, they they got in last week. Um, you know, they they did they did what they needed to, to to get in, and they also overcame some adversity in that game against the Rams. To, to get in, if if I remember correctly, so um, I think that Kyle Shanahan's going to have his his players ready, um, and he's he's got the offensive mind, um, and they've traditionally um, pretty pretty well for the most part had all right defenses um, overall of in years past. So this year, I, I would expect no different. I think that there there is something like Nathaniel said as far as the cornerbacks and with the Niners that there's something that can be had there as far as maybe a weakness, but you know, they still got Nick Bosa. They still have uh, Fred Warner, I believe is, is healthy and ready. So 
Um, he's one of the best in the game. So I, I think that um, they do have some talent there, but I think I'm going to go with the, the better quarterback. No disrespect to Jimmy G, but I think we can all agree that no, that, that's that, a disrespect. that that okay. that Jack's the better quarterback. Trey Lance, Nathaniel, are we going to see him for for a gadget player too, or maybe a little read option yeah, or things he, like that? Or to do those read options, I don't know why they don't do that more. Nope, the Trey Lance is is on the shelf until Jimmy is okay. no with the team. So okay. Um, I, I would say real quick, one last thing, though. A friend of mine, strong Packer fan, said, never underestimate uh, the ability for some very poor um, play calling by one Mike McCarthy. Yes. So yes. I, I, I definitely know we have the edge in the coaching. I think Shannon is an excellent coach, um, not so much Mike McCarthy. So, right. so I think there's something to be said there. Right, right. All right, so moving on, we're going to go to the Eagles-Buccaneers game, a noon game on Fox Sunday. Uh, Eagles offense, 12th, defense, 18th. And before I, I continue here, obviously all you listeners know out there, I would assume the the number one seed in the NFC is the Packers, the number one seed in the AFC is the... Titans. Titans. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Despite not having Derrick Henry, which is impressive for for yeah. the majority of the season. So no, number one seed Titans um, for AFC. So those two will be getting some well well deserved rest um, because they 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 really earned that one seed. Um, so that's that's what that is. Eagles, like I said, I mentioned their ranks. Tampa. You got second offensively, defensively fifth. Eagles run heavy team uh, towards the end of the year. Four headed monster for rushing with the running backs. Jalen Hurts can run it too. Um, Buccaneers pass heavy, obviously, with Tom Brady. Um, and unfortunately for them, they lost Leonard Fournette, who was having a great year for them. So they'll be without him in this game and also without Antonio Brown, which we all know what happened there. Um, Mike Evans, Gronkowski, and Fournette, um, favorite passing targets for Brady. Unfortunately, no Fournette in this one, but they will have Gronk and Evans. Um, but just in general, that's Fournette's been in there all year until he got hurt. Uh, and then Buccaneers won 28-22 December, or sorry, October 14th at Philly. So this one will not be at Philly. It will be at Tampa and I think that this one, I don't know. I, I want this one to be close, but unfortunately I could maybe see this one being the 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 one game this weekend. And I think that all games, for the most part, are going to be pretty close this weekend. I think that this one might might be a blowout. But what do you guys think? And, and I say blowout where Tampa's, I think Tampa's going to win. I hate to say it, but I just do. Yeah, I think it's fun, you know, I think it's fun to imagine a world where Jalen Hurts rallies a team. They're just, you know, it was close. I think it was 28-22 or something like that the first time um, in Philly. Um, you know, especially for Packer fans, right? What a gift if uh, they beat, you know, right. because then they, then would, you go, play the they Eagles. would go to, to Green Bay. Right. Um, but... 
it's just not going to happen. Levante David is a beast on the defensive end. Um, Vita Vea. Tampa Bay. I mean, they got they got guys. Yeah, the Tampa Bay O line allows the fewest sacks in the league. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yep. Tom Brady has all the time in the world. Always. Which credit 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 to the offensive line. They're doing they're doing the right the the right thing. But Tom Brady, man, he does not get touched. I believe I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Philly is the weakest when guarding tight ends. So Gronk should have a big day. Um, Leonard Fournette is for sure out, Adam. Yeah, he's I, I yeah he's out. He had season ending. He I mean it might it might be a thing where if they make it if they make it far enough where you know unfortunately we don't want this as Packer fans being Mark, but if they make it to the Super Bowl, which we don't want, but if they do, he might be able to come back. But I don't know. I I just think that he's he's out for the year even if, even with okay. playoffs. I didn't, I, I, I so. didn't know that he had like season ending or whatever yeah. surgery. So um, well, Nathaniel, I yeah, play I, fantasy football, and he was on my one of my teams. So. That's how I know that. Well, <laughs> it says that Levante, David, and Fournette return to practice, allegedly. Yeah, but I it could Fournette, be. I it could Fournette be. Has their shot to go this week. Oh, I mean, you I, could be right. You could be right. Maybe I'm. Uh, I'm speaking too soon. I don't even think they need him in this game. But well, that's well, true. something. No, I. I I think why I thought he was out is because they put him on IR. But IR, as we know is different it's where you can miss like three weeks or something and then you're eligible to come back or something like that so ir is not what it's what it was in the past i think in the past it was if you're on ir you miss like basically half the season but now there's a quicker timetable if you're able to recover from your injury so i think that that's what the scenario is with Fournette um there so yeah i think i agree with you guys i think tam is gonna win i don't want them to but i think they will it's supposed to be uh, thunderstorms in Tampa that day, so on Sunday. So maybe that could affect the game, make it better for the Eagles if they keep it on the ground. Um, I don't know. I if I were the Eagles, I would try to see what the New Orleans Saints are doing against Brady because they've had their way with Brady the last two years. So you got to think that maybe looking at some tape, trying to find something they can latch on to. They do. The Eagles do have a good front four, so they get to Brady, maybe pressure him. I think the 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 way only way the Eagles win is if somehow they their rushing attack is very successful. They keep Brady off the field, win a win a low scoring game. But I think I think yes, I think Tampa will win this and cover the spread. I think they're favored by like eight or nine points. I would expect Tampa to cover that. And I think a lot of people make a big deal about the injuries that Tampa has, right? Um, you know, like you just said, Fournette. Antonio Brown being out, obviously not injury related, but losing Godwin. Um, there are still a ton of weapons on this team, and the defense is stacked, right? So they just uh, signed. Uh, I think today they just signed John Brown to the practice squad. I, I don't know if he's good. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to play at when he, you know, on Sunday. If they're going to activate him, at, you know, just as another pass catcher because they're kind of have those injuries, especially you know with not injury related with Brown, but. You know some other guys that that have been injured, and then obviously Brown's situation, him not being on the team anymore. So um, maybe he'll be, you know, activated and up for Sunday. But um, you know, when you have Tom Brady at quarterback, you know it's cliche, but you know he's that great. He can, you know, obviously the the receivers that he has are talented, but you know it it really doesn't, in my opinion, and like it, 
it doesn't really matter who who's that quarterback. As long as you have Tom Brady, he can he can put you in a good spot to to succeed. So I think those injuries will matter down the stretch, but I don't think in this first round against the Eagles that that they, that's a concern when you're playing the Packers and Lambo. You know. Right. Is it gonna is it gonna suck not having Godwin? Probably. And yeah, I and, and I think also something that, that needs to be talked about here with the Buccaneers, obviously with the unfortunate situation with Antonio Brown, is how are they gonna are they gonna stay together? You know, I, I think that there's a lot on the line. Obviously they wanna they wanna defend their, their title, so so there's that, but something like that with a with a situation with Brown and what happened. Um you know, how is, is that going to affect their camaraderie? Is there, is, 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 are there going to be some, you know, what's, what's kind of the reaction to that? Obviously there's a lot to play for, but also, you know, you don't know how, how they're going to react to that. So. Yeah, I would, I, I understand that, but I also don't think that. Right. If Antonio Brown is the, the glue in your locker. Yeah. Room, yeah. That's true. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's create. Maybe he's maybe uh you know maybe he's encouraging his teammates to throw the game and screw over Bruce Arians. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Or maybe the Eagles Eagles could sign him tomorrow, right? You know they could sign yeah. him before the game and the rest yeah, maybe maybe sing. put put him in the he's game and and him. and try and get a little, little uh, Antonio Brown revenge tour. That's not gonna happen because yeah. you know they're they're, they're, they're not gonna sign AB, but you know it's you know. Fun to, fun to think about, I guess. So my score is forty-four to twenty-two. Mark, what Whoa, do you got? Forty-four. Um, I'll say thirty-four to seventeen bucks. I'll say thirty-five seventeen. I think um, Buccaneers are, are going to. One extra point. You think they're going to score thirty-five, Adam? I said thirty-four. You, they're going to get an extra point. You're giving them. Correct. <laughs> they're not going to kick field goals, right, Mark. I love it. They're not going to kick field goals. They have Tom Brady. So that's true. 35-17. That's my call. I, I, I want it to be closer just because playoff football, you know, as NFL fans, as you know, just, you know, we're obviously Packer, me and Mark are Packer fans, but, you know, just as general NFL fans, any live, especially playoff football, we, we want games to be close. Hopefully it's close. I don't think it will be, but time will tell. Um, crazier things have happened, you know. Some there's there's been playoff upsets in the past, and I'm not saying that this is going to be a playoff upset, but you never know. As 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 the cliche saying is, any given Sunday, you know, things think things break through your way. I think the only way the Eagles can stay close in this one hinges on Jalen Hurts. What are they going to do with him? Are, are they going to try and you know go go read option style with him, ball control, things like that? But the 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 fear is you get down by too much and then you can't do that and you have to throw it and Hertz can throw it but he's new to the playoffs so how's he going to react to that so we'll see it'll be interesting but we covered those games we will come back after this short break and finish up the NFC and then we'll switch gears to the AFC and um, finish our playoff preview and predictions after this short audio break here on Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anandel. Welcome back to another edition of Big A Sports Show as we finish 
the playoff preview and predictions for the wildcard weekend with the Titans having the bye and then the Packers having the bye. So we covered uh, two of the NFC games. We'll finish the third NFC game and then we'll try and brief, briefly cover uh, the AFC and we'll finish off another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Andel. So Cardinals Rams. This one, Monday night. They're trying Monday night playoffs. Now it'll only be for, awesome. for, for the first for the first um week because obviously the, the following weeks will be where it's weekends, but I think it's cool that they're kind of um trying this. I think you know it was really cool to have three games a day, wildcard weekend, three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Um, but I think that you know having one on Monday is really cool. Um I think it I think it's a good idea. So we got Cardinals Rams 715 Monday night. Obviously it'll be on ESPN. Um, I think ABC is doing it too. Um, it'll be basically the same broadcast on both channels um, and ESPN plus as well. So Cardinals, boy, this is Cardinals team that they, they kind of limped into the playoffs. Obviously they've had a good year. They started off super great. They were the number one team, and then they kind of, you know, they're still a very good team. Don't get me wrong, but um, they, they, I guess, I don't want to say they peaked too early, but maybe they did. Um, but look, this is a, still a very talented team. Um, they got Kyler Murray, obviously. James Conner, who's been a touchdown machine for them. I know he's been banged up with some injuries. I would imagine he'd be able to go for this one. I mean, it's the playoffs. Um, unless you're like severely hurt, you're going to play in the playoffs because it's winner go home. Um, Chase Edmonds at running back two is, is very good. And then they have got a resurgence from AJ green. Yes. AJ green, the, the um, player who did really good things for the Bengals several years ago and has had a pretty good career. Um, he's kind of had, had a resurgence um, with the, Cardinals and obviously they, they picked up Zach Ertz uh, about midseason, so he's been a good addition for them. Uh, they're going to get JJ Watt back. Um, that's the 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 rumors um, as of this week, I think, um, as of late. So that'll be a good boost for them. Hopefully for them and their sake, JJ can stay healthy because that's always been the thing with him. Through no fault of his own, it's just been health. When he's out there, he's he's really good player, but he's got to stay healthy. So um, Cardinals, I think they this one should be a close one. This I think this one should be a closer game of of every game. I think most games should be close. This one, I think, will be the same for playoffs. So we'll see what happens. But Rams, look on the flip side, they got Cam Akers, who's made a miraculous re- recovery in such a quick time from his injury. Um, I forget what it was, what he was injured with, but it was pretty bad. He 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 came back well ahead of the t- timetable, so he's going to be back. They got Sony Michelle in the backfield. Matthew Stafford had a very good season, but the thing with Matthew Stafford is he's he's got to take care of the ball, those those turnovers, and this is maybe an area where the Cardinals can can take advantage of the Rams as far as Matthew Stafford might throw you an interception or two. Um, because that's kind of the, been the, the weak point of Stafford. You, you know, he's a very good quarterback, but he's got to take care of the ball. So 
that's kind of their their point. And then obviously at receiver for the Rams, they got Cooper Cup. I believe he might have got the triple crown this year. If he didn't, he got really close. The best receiver in the game this year, all time or leader in receiving um, throughout the regular season. So um, should be a good one. You got McVay against Kingsbury, two offensive minds going at it. What are you guys' thoughts? Go for it, Mark. Yeah, so I think it, it'll be interesting. The uh, the road team, actually, and so Arizona blew out uh, the Rams at SoFi earlier this year, and then the Rams beat uh, the Cardinals a few weeks ago at Arizona. Arizona is actually really good on the road. I think they've only lost one game on the road this year, and uh, they're awful at home. So maybe this is a good, a good thing for them that they're on the road. But, yeah, I mean – it's, it's up to Stafford. How is he going to play, right? Is he going to have a big turnover like he's had the last several weeks, or is he going to play good and and not turn it over? I think that's what, what the game will come down to. It uh, looks like Odell Beckham is fitting in better into the offense now, and um, they're getting good balance with the running backs. And uh, I think Arizona will give him a fight for sure. I think Murray will keep him in it. They – the Cardinals' offense has really slowed down since they lost DeAndre Hopkins, uh, right? So, yeah. you know, they, they got A.J. Green still <laughs> trying to turn back the clock like it's 2015. Christian Kirk. Uh, we, lo- we love it. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the Rams will win this one. It should be close. I would say probably maybe like 31-28. I think it'd be uh, a tight game, but what do you think, Nathaniel? Yeah, um, probably going to be a good matchup. I think so little of both of the coaches in this matchup. I think Cliff Kingsbury is not a good coach. I mean, he has all the talent in the world on that team, and this is what the second or third year in a row where they've started to just be trash toward the end of the season. Um, so I'm not going to get off on a tangent there, but yes, this is the rubber match. As Mark said, the away team has won. I have some interesting statistics here. You had mentioned uh, Adam, you know, Stafford's affinity for giving the ball up 17 interceptions, the most in the NFL. Um, when Stafford has a passer rating over a hundred plus he is nine and zero this year. When Kyler Murray has a passer rating over a hundred plus, he is eight and zero this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how they come out of the gates. Um, you know, will both QBs have passer ratings over a hundred plus something's got to give at that point. Um, Matt Prater, uh, the, uh, Arizona kicker, um, is not having a great season seven missed field goals. So that's something to watch out for. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, Arizona is just so unreliable. Uh, you know, what, what is their identity and, and, and what kind of team are they? Um, I don't really think highly of the Rams. I think if the Packers have to play the Rams, there, there's no concern there. Um, you know, as a, as a Niners fan, I think in the playoffs, if we meet the Rams again, I, what reason do I have to be concerned? I'm not saying they can't beat the Niners, but they've clearly shown difficulty doing that. Um, however, that being said, I think given that this is in L.A., um, 
you know, I just think there's more talent to be better utilized. Um, I would trust Sean McVay over Cliff Kingsbury to come up with a game plan to win. I have the Rams winning 24 to 20. I have the Rams winning as well, 34 to 28. I think it's going to be close. It'll be within a possession. Um, at most, maybe, you know, the, the team who wins, you know, gets a gets a two-possession lead um, at the end to, to seal it. But I think it, it's going to be a close game. I'm, I'll ballpark it at 34-28. Uh, Rams, I think that um, you, I agree with you guys. I think that, you know, Cardinals have some, some talent, no doubt. But I think that the Rams um, have a little bit more talent. Um, and I think that that will um, prevail in this one. I, I trust Sean McVay. Um, as well. So, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, he's, he's, he's been, you know, okay in, in his career so far with the Cardinals, but just hasn't, hasn't got, gotten to that level yet. And I think that um, maybe, maybe he's just one year off um, of that. And I think that, um, you know, as long as Matthew Stafford doesn't turn the ball over um, and obviously he's, he's had a tendency to do that, but I think that, um even with that, I think that you got to give the Rams defense some credit. I think that they've been one of the better defenses all season. Obviously, they got Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, most notably on that side of the ball. Um, and I think that um, they'll be able to um, have a game plan to give Kyler Murray fits. I think Kyler Murray will have some some good moments, but I think that um, the Rams will ultimately uh, get the job done. So moving to the AFC Raiders, Bengals, 3.30, Saturday, NBC. Raiders, been through a lot. They've made it to the playoffs. They survived that crazy scenario last week, and which I couldn't believe almost came true with the tie. Right, Everybody knows what happened there. I was literally laughing watching the game go into overtime and get that close to getting a tie because I couldn't believe that it was that close. And we, we, we were within seconds of, of it happening. If, if, you know, that the, they didn't kick the, which obviously they're going to kick the field goal, but you know, you, you guys know what I mean as far as um, getting that close to, to having that be, you know, both teams tie and, and both right. teams get yeah. in. So um, Raiders, obviously interim coach, had the uh, John Gruden situation. Um, unfortunately, we know how that played out. Um, but Rich Basaccia has done a nice job keeping this team together. Uh, Derek Carr has been a true leader in every aspect of the game um, and just a pro. And Josh Jacobs, I think Josh Jacobs is a really talented running back. Um, I play fantasy football, and I had him on one of my teams. And, I boy, I don't know. I know that there there are some people that like Josh Jacobs, but I think that Josh Jacobs is a lot better than what some people think. I think that he's he's a really talented running back, and obviously probably not one of the best running backs in the game, but he does a really good job in both the receiving and running game. So um, he's a good player there, and then they've had a great season out of Hunter Renfro um, as well. So he's kind of emerged this year kind of as their go-to receiver. He's been reliable. Um, for them, Darren Waller too. When he's healthy, he's a one of the best tight ends in the game. Um, and then on the flip side of the ball, you got the Bengals. Joe Burrow, one of the 
talent, most talented young quarterbacks in the league. You know, you got Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes. You could go on and on with all the young, talented quarterbacks that we got uh, in the NFL. Trey Lance. Trey, I mean, Trey Lance. You could. The list goes on. But Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow having a great season. Um, Joe Mixon having a great year, too. Um, and then also, you know, they have Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, boy, he's special. He is special. They got T. Higgins, and they got a whole bunch of players on that offense for for Zach Taylor, um, and Tyler Boyd too. So, I, I think that the the Bengals will ultimately get out of this one with a win, but I think it's going to be close. I think that the Raiders are not going to go down without a fight. I'm going to go. Mm, 27 to 17 on this one. I think that the Bengals will put up points, but I think that the Raiders um, are not gonna are not gonna give up. They haven't given up all year. Now this one maybe could be a game where you know they just snuck into the playoffs. Maybe that they exerted a bunch of energy just to get in, and then maybe you know they don't bring it. Um, obviously, being you know they, this is the first time in a while that they've been in the playoffs, so. Um, maybe this one might trend towards a blowout as far as maybe it's more, you know, offense, Joe Burrow and, and crew get, get going on offense. And it's too, too big of a, a deficit to, 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 you know, kind of climb out of if you're, if you're the Raiders, but, um, I, I don't know. I, I just think that the, this Raiders team has been gritty. They've been gutty all year. Um, a bunch of people have counted them out and they've, they've proved people wrong. I don't think that they're going to win this one, but I think that they're going to do a, a good job to prepare and, and execute enough to uh, keep it close. What do you guys think? Go for it, Mark. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. The the Bengals, they won by three touchdowns when these teams played in Las Vegas in November. And Joe Mixon had, Joe Mixon had a huge game. What I think is a big key for this game, uh, the Raiders have really good pass rushers, Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe, and their secondary is not that good. So if Joe Burrow has time to throw to those receivers, it's going to be a long day. But if you know, Max Crosby and Ngakwe and those guys can get to him, then they got a chance. And, uh, yeah, I I agree with what you said about Carr. He doesn't have the best stats, but he usually keeps his team in the game. I think this would be a close one, too. The Raiders played tons of close games. I think the last, like, they've won several games where they've only won by, like, three points, two points, or one point. I think the Bengals will win this one. And they will, the Bengals are on a 31-year streak of not winning a playoff game. So that's a big, that would be a big streak. And then the Raiders have not won the playoff game since 2002. And that's actually when John Gruden was their coach for the first time. So that's interesting. Um, so one of these fan bases will be very happy. But I say Bengals, close. What do you think, Nathaniel? What's your score, Mark? Yeah. Uh, score, I'll say, I'll say, because most of the games with the Raiders are close, I'm going to say it's going to be a buzzer beater, field goal at the end. Um, 30 to, 30 to 27 Bengals. Wow. Um, fair enough. I think this is, I think after Cincinnati beat Kansas City, um, that gave them all the confidence in the world to make a playoff run here. Um, 
Joe Burrow, I think, really is going to be a star in this league. I think it's only a matter of time before he gets one. As Mark alluded to, it's been forever since Cincinnati has had a playoff win. Uh, That place is going to be rocking because there's a real sense that this is a team that can do some damage, right? Um, I don't think there's any expectation that that they'll lose to the Raiders. I think, you know, the Raiders are an interesting team. They're in the playoffs for a reason. Um, but Higgins, Boyd, Chase, they should have a field day. I think uh, Burrow leads the league in completion percentage. He is the most sacked quarterback. So the Raiders have a, a pretty good defensive front. If they can get to him, of course, anything can happen. Um, I just don't think there's a lot to dissect on this game. I think this is not a team of destiny necessarily, but I think that's, it would be shocking for the Raiders to walk into the environment that's going to be Cincinnati on, on Saturday, is it? Um, and then when that game... Yep, Saturday through 30, yep. Firepower to do it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. Obviously, I gave my prediction, but before I move on, I just want to... I just want to talk about... And I've touched on it, and we've, we've talked about it, but the Bengals, they've had a lot of struggle, you know, Years past, they have their franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow. Hopefully, he stays healthy for their sake because, and hopefully, just in general, he stays healthy because he's fun to watch. But you look at Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Higgins, Chase, Boyd, they're all like 26 or under. So, that offense for years could be one of the, and it's already one of the best. It, it could keep that way, you know, obviously barring injury, we don't want injuries. Um, and, and, you know, you throw Joe Mixon, I don't know if I threw him in there, obviously Joe Mixon. Um, so, boy, they are very talented and they have the offensive mind calling plays and the head coach, Zach Taylor. So if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan, which we aren't on this show, but if, if you are out there in, in the listening audience and just in general, there's a lot to like as far as this Bengals offense. A lot of promise for, for, for both now and the future. 31-21 Bengals. So, oh, he's got, got him covering pretty good there then. 10 points. So I think, I think it's going to be – I think that game that they won against Kansas City, that was huge. Um, you know, the, the way they did it too was – I mean – yeah, the, the ending to that game, all the strategy that went into that as far as going for it. You, obviously, you don't want to give Mahomes another chance, and they didn't. They went for it, and it, it, it worked out for them. So, And I I think it's that was close enough to the end of the season to really give them a moment. That's one thing if that happens in week one or week two. Right. Um, that was just a few weeks ago. Um, that's something to build off of. They're, they know they're probably going to see that team again, and when they do, they're going to be confident, obviously, that they can beat them. They just did. So right. um, I think I think that's I think that's a strong team. I agree. Moving on to the next game, uh, Patriots Bills, seven fifteen CBS Saturday night. Two, I believe, these are the only two divisional uh, matchups in the NFL this weekend. Right? Am I right on that, guys? We got the Rams, uh, so. the Rams matchup, and then the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. So these are uh, two divisional teams going at it in the divisional round, which 
I love the NFL. Wild card round. I or, or sorry, wild card round. I which I love the NFL, and there's there's probably a method to their madness. Side note here, but why do they call it the no? What, they don't have any. What, what? Why do they call it the divisional round next in 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 the next round when more times than not there's not divisional teams playing each other? I don't know. Um, make get Goodell on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, um, that's that's not that's neither here nor there. We love the NFL. I I just was thinking about that. But anyways, um, Bills. That this one weather. You look at the weather. This one forecast um, supposed to be ten to fifteen mile an hour winds. And we saw um, in their last matchup how the uh, weather affected it. Um, uh, Bill Belichick um, did not want to run the ball. So. Or I'm uh, sorry, he did want to run the ball. He did not want to pass the ball. Um, right. So um, that will be a factor in this one as far as game plans and even the big the big arm Josh Allen. When you when you have those ten to fifteen mile an hour wins, we saw how it affected him last last time they played um, in similar weather. Uh, Patriots uh, couldn't throw it as far down the field. So weather will be an X factor in this one. Obviously, you got the Patriots. Dominance against the Bills in the past, but much of that came with Tom Brady back when he was quarterback. Now, obviously, got Mac Jones, new quarterback, um, going at it, the young quarterback out of Alabama. Uh, Bills got, obviously, Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Um, you could add him to the young quarterback list that we were talking about earlier. Um, so, yeah, young, talented quarterback. You can add him there. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this one? There's going to be a lot, a lot of familiarity um, between these two teams. Obviously, know each other very well, so there won't be any mysteries. Maybe a trick play might work uh, here and there in terms of this one, just given the amount of familiarity, but with each other. But um, what do you think? It'll be interesting to see uh, what the, if the, what the, how the weather affects things. The the um thinking at least in the media and a lot of analysts are saying you know the worse of the weather the better it is for the patriots because they have a, a stronger running game than the bills and they've had they kind of run up run up big numbers on the ground against the bills and that's what they did the first game but i think this game comes down to josh allen versus mac jones their mac jones is gonna have to do something in this game you can't just not do anything and I just think that the the weapons Josh Allen has are much better than the weapons that the Patriots have. And something to keep in mind, you know, Josh Allen's really good at running the ball too. So if I were the Bills, I would try to use him as a runner. And that's that's how they won at New England about a month ago. He had a couple of big rushing plays. So I will say this will be low scoring, uh, probably twenty one to seventeen. Bills. Yeah, I think, um, Adam, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, was the, the first game they played was the super crazy weather one, wasn't it? Or am I wrong on that? Yep. yep yeah, you're good. right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, and that was when Mac Jones passed for, what, three times or something like yeah. that? Um, I think, you know, the weather is not going to be that crazy. And, and honestly, the last time they played, um, the Bills kind of took them to town. The Bills have one of the best defenses in the league, first in yards per attempt, completion percentage. Um, 
Mac Jones, I think, started out hot. He was kind of, you know, uh, a sexy pick or whatever. Um, but I just I don't see a very competitive game here. Um, the uh, the Bills' defense, I believe, only allowed uh, let's see 220 plus yards passing three times against Brady, Mahomes, and then that weird game against the Jets. So, um, you know, Bills Mafia is going to be crazy. That place is going to be rocking. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I say Buffalo wins this 28-17. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo here too. Um, I, I just think that there's too much on Buffalo's side to like. Obviously, Nathaniel, you touched on it um, with their Great defense. They have the great defensive mind as head coach Sean McDermott. Calling, he's a he's obviously they have the defensive coordinator, but Sean McDermott's a defensive mind as well. Um, so he'll have the defense ready to go, no doubt. Um, and the offense obviously will be ready to go because they got Josh Allen um, at quarterback, and he's he's a special special talent, uh, no doubt. Um, but they got Diggs at receiver, Dawson Knox, who's having a pretty good season as well. Um, they got, they got talent. Um, I believe they got Emmanuel Sanders too. So, um, they're going to be ready for this one. They're at home. I, I, I think that the bills, um, win this one 24, 13, I think that, um, Patriots defense, just given the familiarity, will be able to, um, not have the bills offense score as much as you would think a bills offense with Josh Allen would score, but they'll be able to score enough. Um, I think that this game will be close and competitive. Through, through about a about a half eh, th- half to three quarters and then I think um as they say the cream the cream rises to the top um is a saying that they say as far as the better team is, is going to come out with 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 the win um and 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 be able to to, to get it done by by two possessions um I believe uh, and yeah I believe macho man used to say that as well right yes yes so um bills Bills a lot to like. Um, could could be a special season for them. Uh, maybe this this is a year where where they make it to the to the Super Bowl. I know we're looking way far far ahead, but um, Titans. There's a lot to like there as the one seed, but you know Josh Allen versus Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, probably go Josh Allen, but the X factor for Tennessee is they're going to get Derrick Henry back. So um, and they're just a really good team in general, but. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like Tennessee. I think that they've done a nice job staying together despite the Henry injury. But um, and I'm not trying to like knock them for how good they are. They're they're a very good team. But you know, Tannehill's all right, but he's not like amazing. So maybe maybe this is this is one of the this is a good number one team. But I don't know. I, what I'm trying to say here is that they may be they may. They may be one of the more weaker one, still good one one seeds. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess. I think that I think that I think that uh, Kansas City and Buffalo are better than the Titans. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Good on the Titans for staying together, and who knows, they might make it to the Super Bowl. But I think that there's more star power on the Bills and the Chiefs than there is on the Titans. Um, but we'll see. Time will tell. So we will finish out another edition of Big A Sports Show and finish out with the last playoff game. And that is the Steelers-Chiefs Sunday night. The last game of, or not last game, the second to last game, um, given the Monday night game. 
um, of the wildcard weekend. Steelers just got into the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. And the Chiefs, the two seed, obviously, with Mahomes and crew, they got in. Uh, they started off where it was kind of, you know, they started the season where, you know, are the Chiefs maybe falling down? But you just got to give the Chiefs time. You got to give Mahomes time. You got to give, you know, Kelsey and Hill and all these players time. Yes, just time. Give them time. And that's what that's what happened. Um, so they need a lot of time. The, 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 the Chiefs, the Chiefs, I think this is going to be a blowout. I think the Chiefs. Chiefs win this one 31 to 14. I think that, yeah, this, this is going to be Steelers. Big Ben, you've had a great career, but I think that um, you're playing at Arrowhead. One of the, one of the toughest environments to play. That place is going to be rocking. They got Kelsey, they got Hill, they got Mahomes. Um, They've had pretty good protection on Mahomes. And I think that that's a great area that they've addressed, given the fact that last year in the Super Bowl, they struggled so much against that Buccaneer pass rush. And they tried to shore things up with getting that area at such a big part of, of the success of their team shored up, keeping Mahomes, their franchise quarterback, for the most part, healthy and, 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 and you know protecting him. Um, but I think that um, Steelers' only chance in this one, if they want to pull an, uh, pull off an upset, and I don't think it's going to happen, is hope that their defense can play okay against Mahomes and, and give him fits and have Najee Harris ground and pound and ball control and, and win by just, just, just a small mar- margin. But the thing is, even with a really good rookie running back in Najee Harris, guys, Steelers' offensive line has struggled to 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 plow some holes for for Najee in the running game. So that's you know a lot of people talk about you know that the, their their formula to to winning this one is Najee Harris, but all season they they've struggled as far as. Struggled as far as having those running lanes for Najee Harris. And when you're getting down by, uh, you know, a lot to Mahomes, you're going to have to throw it. So, Mark, you know, you, you had talked about how you, you don't think that it's going to be a, a close one between the Chiefs and the Steelers. Uh, kind of wrap up your thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs will win by at least a couple touchdowns. The only hope is, and the reason why Kansas City was struggling a little bit earlier this year was Mahomes was turning the ball over a lot and he's they fixed that he hasn't been doing that so you know the hope for Pittsburgh you hope he throws some interceptions or fumbles and you get some short fields you convert on it but I don't think that's gonna happen I think the I I would say it's probably gonna be right around where you guys said 34 maybe like 34 20 I think maybe the Steelers might rack up some points at the end but uh, yeah, I think they're overmatched here. The Chiefs have way too much challenge. They're at Arrowhead. Um, Steelers are not a, a great team, so 
That'll be that. I think it'll be uh, 34-20 Chiefs. I think that speaks kind of volumes to the Chiefs and, and the run they've had over the last couple of years where they can lose, what was their record, 12 or, you know, 13 and 4, was it? Or what was it? Yeah. Well, they were like, uh, they won like almost every game, the last nine games besides the Bengals. Right. So, you know, whatever, you lose four or five games and everyone is freaking out, right? Like, that's a pretty great record to have. Um, But, you know, everyone was, oh, the Chiefs are done. The, you know, this is not your your same Chiefs. Uh, It was all doom and gloom going through that three, four game losing streak, whatever. But um, they're going to be fine, especially against playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think that the Steelers, um, you know, they just snuck into the playoffs, um, and I think that it's going to be a, a short short stint in the playoffs for them. Chiefs all over in this one. They're going to move on and, um, you know, maybe go back to the Super Bowl. But they'll have some good competition. They'll have the – the Bills, who I think that we all think that's going to get to the next round. They'll have the Titans, obviously, who have a first round bye. Um, the, they'll have some some competition, potentially the Bengals, too. So it's not going to be easy. Just like, you know, it's always in the playoffs. Not going to be easy. You know, um, just, just how you want it. You got to be the best to beat the best. So, guys, any last thoughts before I wrap it up? No, I think uh, thanks for having me on again. I think it's going to be a super awesome weekend of football. And um, who knows, maybe if my team gets lucky and Jimmy G plays plays a sound game, maybe we'll be uh, having another Packers and Niners matchup here next in, in the week here. Yeah, we'll have to have you on for uh, a, an episode again. There we go. Mark, what do you got? What do you got, Mark, as we wrap uh, up? Yeah, I agree. Uh, love love NFL playoffs. It's just it's a shame that the season goes so fast for the NFL. It seems like the season just started, now it's the playoffs. A lot of good games, uh, and uh, excited to see what happens. And uh, looking forward to next week to seeing who the Packers play. Maybe it'll be the Daniels Niners. And to be honest, I, that would be the matchup I'm most worried about for, for the Packers if it gets to that point. Niners Packers. But I think anyways, if, the Niners, if the Niners beat Dallas, then it is a matchup to be worried about because. Yeah, I would know, agree. I would agree with that. I, I don't think you guys. I don't think the Packers need to be concerned about the Rams or really, really anyone uh, except for Tampa. Um, and and they're in. You know, they're they're dealing with injuries, which I think, like I said will present a problem when you play the Green Bays, especially in a home field advantage. So um, I think the Packers are in a great spot. I think, you know, if the Niners were to face the Packers, which is a huge if, um, you know, I think you got to look back on that game, right? That was was a super close game, um, and it was fun to watch, and I would expect the rematch to to be close as well. Yeah, it, it'll be a lot, a lot of fun to watch. Um, obviously, you got it all kicking off this weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, this weekend, and into you know, the next week with, with the last game being on Monday. So a lot to look forward to. Um, thank you both for being on another edition of Big A Sports Show. We'll have to have you both on again for future episodes and uh, figure that out. But, uh, yeah, uh, always catch uh, Big A Sports Show wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, 
you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, always looking to to build as, as big of a listening audience as possible. It's been great so far. Um, the the amount of great traction I've got in the in the listening audience, but always you know looking looking to improve it just as as much as um, any podcaster is. Um, you know we're we're doing great right now, but you know you always look to to be even greater. So uh, thank you both again for being on, and Nathaniel, good luck to your Niners this weekend. Um, and me and Mark will be watching uh, Packer fan uh, stress free uh, playoff football, which would be nice. Um, and right. seeing who our our opponent our opponent is. Be, I don't know if you guys have probably seen it, where it's like there's a, there's memes going around where the Packers are like sitting at home and then they're just watching like you know Avengers or something where everyone's battling it out and Packers are just chilling on the couch. That's what they're doing this <laughs> week. There you go. There you go. So yeah. All right. Sounds good. We'll wrap it up and uh, thank you all. Uh, the listeners out there for listening in to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel, and we'll be uh, having more podcasts in the future. So subscribe. That's the best way to get a hold of it. But uh, just anywhere you get your podcast, Big A Sports Show. Thank you all. Enjoy playoff football.